0: It's Dorans. and Lukaku, unbelievable! Sir Alex Ferguson is crestfallen because West Bravich champion have ruined his big day! Here's wingy. it's a hat-trick, and it's five for the baggies, boing, boing, take Welcome to the WBA Canada podcast, your home for the latest news and exclusive interviews about the club we love from a Canadian's perspective. The following WBA Canada podcast was filmed before the conclusion of the January transfer window. Unfortunately, some of the references will appear out of date. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the WBA Canada channel. I'm back again with Louie Bench, a.k.a. The Baggies Podcast. And this week, we're doing a little bit of a weird, new, interesting idea for a video. We're going to be counting down, numbers-wise, some of the best West Brom players. This week, we're going to do 20 to 30. Or let me start that again. We're going from 30 to 20. And we're going to just chat about some of our favorite and some of the best statistically that we've had. But before we get into all of that, we have to do a couple honorable mentions. And Louis, I think I'll chuck it to you first because when, we were, when I told you about this video, I know you wanted to say Salomon Rondon, but yeah. obviously he's a, his first year with West Brom, he was above 30. So why don't you talk
1: a little bit about your man? You cut him off, Baden. You didn't want him involved. You said, "Right, we're doing from thirty downwards. We're not having, we're not having Ron Don's involved." But yeah, he still takes, he still takes pride of place. My signed little football card of him in the Baggies podcast studio, I suppose. But yeah, I, I, he's he's a very underrated player for me. I feel like he was wasn't as good in front of goal as he could have been. But a lot of the time, he was feeding off scraps, not being able to kind of get into the game. But When he first came, and he used to wear—it wasn't even an undershirt on his Albion shirt. He used to wear like a long, literally a long sleeve T-shirt under his West Brom shirt for a few of the games. It was really funny, but yeah, his first season was quite good. So was his second. But obviously, I think that's about—we saw three seasons of him. I think in the end, and the the third season we got got relegated. But the first two seasons were lovely, and he was wearing the lovely number thirty-three shirt and. Yeah, he was uh, quite a player and uh, a real workhorse, and I think somebody that we could probably do with now. But by the judging uh, from what Everton fans have been saying, they're not too pleased with him. They actually say he's quite lazy, which I, I find hard to believe. But yeah, he's uh, certainly a great player, and I uh, really appreciate his his time at the Hawthorns in that number thirty three shirt. So yeah,
0: I mean, he was. I feel like he's sort of a scapegoat for that Tony Pulis team because of the fact he had such a lack of opportunity simply because of the style of play. I mean, it was very much everybody behind the ball and we'll lump it forward and sort of a good luck mate, do it the best you can with it. And I feel like that was maybe why West Brom fans don't look back on him so fondly is because he simply, he didn't get a lot of opportunity to play the way I he would have obviously wanted to play. So I'll give an honorable mention quickly here. Number 38, Saito Barahino. Um, the first year he came into the squad, he was top goal scorer that year with five goals. And that's not very good, but it is what it is. Um, and he was just simply a talented youngster who at the time... I. You know, you feel like there was no ceiling for him. He could be a great Premier League striker, but obviously we know how that what happened there. But you know, he he was it was a great year. That symbol that sin, single year in number thirty-eight. Yeah,
1: he was a great player for that first season, wasn't he? And definitely going through his seasons, I think they got progressively better and then progressively worse as things started to I suppose take over his head but yeah 38 is a very iconic number for West Brom because of him and I think that a lot of Albie fans will forget what he did at the time but yeah he he had a good season really and he was more like a a winger almost when he played it in that with in that shirt and it was very odd to see him there but yeah definitely worth an honourable mention that 38. And then finally I've got a number another number 33 Paul Scharner
0: who's obviously a big fan favorite. And I simply just wanted to give him a, a shout out for his heroics against Aston Villa. And I know when I say that, people, I picture it, and I'm sure other people picture it as well, him ripping off his shirt and having the big West Bromwich Albion badge shirt underneath. And I think it was just such an iconic moment for the club that I just had to put him in.
1: Yeah, definitely, and his uh his hairdo as well. Let's Absolutely. not let's not forget that. Yeah, he lo- he. I think he loved the club, and it, you even see it now.
0: He's on Twitter, and he tweets various things about West Brom. It's nice to see that he's still involved with fans and different things in the club. Um, and then one last final honorable mention. It's um a man I really want West Brom to sign this January. Uh, number thirty five. And it's okay, you Lou. And I just want to say how solid he was on his loan spell last season. He was one of those players he must have been extremely frustrating to play against because he knew exactly when to make a tactical foul. That's the thing I'm going to remember most about him. He was just quality at being able to work against the transition from the other team and just great at sitting in front of the defense and just sucking up all the pressure when he sensed that
1: times were getting tough. And then of course he was not bad on the ball either. Yeah, he was an amazing player. I mean, like we said before filming if he's listening, if he's watching the video, then, uh, you know, if he fancies a little trip back to the Hawthorns, not just to watch, but to play, we'll happily take him uh, for this season and to provide a bit of calmness in midfield on the ball and, and of course, those tactical fouls as well. Unfortunately, we've been having far too many fouls of late, but hopefully, kushlu can provide them in a more controlled and tactical manner. Yeah. And if he wants to come back for this season
0: and beyond, I'm happy. Yeah. All right. So now we'll get into the bulk of it. Um, I've said my little bit. Um, so I will start with 30, if that's okay with everybody. Here we go. So number 30, I've gone sort of in the similar vein as OK. I've decided to go with Ainsley, Maitland, Niles. Um, And the reason I've done this is simply because of how good his loan spell was. And I think Albion fans might not quite get that because OK was so good during that period. But I think the fact that you replaced, you know, you replaced Livermore with, okay, and then you sort of switch your system up and you get Gallagher in there, obviously. But then Maitland-Niles was just, he was just so good with the ball as well. Like, I, th- I think that's the one thing that Albion fans just don't really think about because of the other two starting to pick up their play. So that's my pick
1: yeah. 30. Uh I Well, I couldn't bring myself to put Maitland-Niles because... I don't know, I wasn't really the biggest fan of him. I thought he played well for about five games, I think, of his loan spell, and that might be a bit harsh on him. But yeah, I didn't put him in, but I did put Gabriel Tamas in, only because uh, because I'm wearing the joggers that, that he would have... Would have had they have the number 30 on from that season but you know if it, if it hadn't have been for the joggers uh I, I probably would have had to put maitland nulls in there but you know the gabriel, gabriel tamas i thought who's wearing them num- so i thought i can't think of a number 30 here and i looked down and i thought i've got number 30 printed on the joggers so i thought right who's who's gonna be um who's gonna be playing but who's gonna be playing in that number 30 shirt and i thought it was it was gabriel tamas so and to be fair we haven't had an awful a lot of thirties in our history
0: no i wasn't going to pick Giorgio samaras so Ooh. so um that's why i went with maitland Niles. so 29 louis
1: i'll throw it over to you there's a couple of picks i'm not sure what you've gone for baden so i may end up saying saying them both there I, I don't want to second guess you and see if i can pick one and not the other but i've gone for i, I could have picked uh grady dean garner through his loan spell um before he actually signed because that was when he was really good and he he doesn't seem to be that have that sort of uh, confidence anymore uh, i also i would have i, I would have gone for sessing young out of the out of the two that i thought of for 29 because Although apparently, did he, does he owe loads of the, the Albion team from 15, 16 money? Apparently, I saw that he still owes Victor and Nietzscheby loads of money or something like that. But he was certainly a very talented player. I think I remember him scoring quite early on against Man City, which was a game that we thought we might win and then ended up losing in the, in the end. But he was definitely a really technical player. And he's, he's one of those the streets won't forget sort of player that you see on Instagram all the time. He's definitely one of those. But... Not a, not a club legend, not really a cult hero, but he's certainly a, a decent player and one that if he'd have been more consistent, you might be talking about him in a higher 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 hold than we are.
0: Well, it's interesting you're saying that, Louis, because I had written down on my list originally, it's either Diangana or Sessignon. So <laughs> I went with Diangana. So this is uh, perfect. Perfect. Uh, simply a great season. I mean looking back on it now and looking back on where he looking at where he is now, um, it's night and day. He, he was just so tricky to play against. So technical. He had the ability to take the ball around two, three, four players at a time. Um, He scored a few goals. He scored eight goals that season in the championship and he got five assists as well. So it was just, he was great. I mean, Part of it is, well, at least at least in my mind, that season, I felt he was right up there with Matthias Pereira. Everybody says how great Pereira was that season, and he was. Um, I thought Diangana was just as good in that season. Uh, it was just, it was simply, and I'll say this, but I might get a bit of backlash for this one. It was simply one of the best single season performances
1: from a West Brom player we'll ever see. That's fair. That's absolutely fair. I would have. I feel like I'm going to come to a best signal single season performances coming up quite well on this list somewhere. But I feel like Dean Garner, he, he doesn't get the accolades or the the, the praise that he deserves because he missed a bit of the season through injury and he didn't quite get to see him for all of it. But he's certainly a he certainly had a great spell. And if only he could just have that season again. But just now that would be amazing. But doesn't look to be happening.
0: All right. So it's
1: my turn with number 28 and this number I've gone
0: with Billy Jones and I know you, you might be smirking about this one and that's okay. Cause he, he played sort of a two, three season spell, but I feel like he was just that look, we were in the premier league for all the time. He was there and he was never like amazing but he was always steady to me at least. So that's who I've gone with there. Um, I do have some um, good memories of obviously those times. He came in 2011-12 season and he played for a couple seasons with us. But again, he's another one who I knew kind of summed it up perfectly with Sesson Young. He's not like an unsung hero. He's not anything like that, but he was just, He just did the did a job, and I think simply because he did a job, that's why he's ended up there. And I know he's only got one goal at the club, but
1: the the reason I was smirking, Baden, is not because I was laughing at you, your choice, but it was because I've also picked Billy Jones, and I (laughs) thought surely he's not going to also pick Billy Jones. But the reason I picked Billy Jones is because uh, when things used to be a little bit more like. you know, play a fan friendly, you used to be able to send in pictures to the Hawthorns and used to be able to get them signed by the players and they send them back to you. And every single time, the ones that I wanted wouldn't get signed. But every time Billy Jones, yeah. a signed picture of Billy Jones would come back. Or like you'd send a letter and ask, can I have some signed players for my son or something like that? My dad would do and every time it would be billy jones it would be billy jones or billy jones so i must have about five or six signed pictures of him in my in my little book that i've got down there uh, but yeah that's the reason i picked billy jones nothing uh, nothing football related yeah yeah
0: yeah i thought you were taking a little dig at me there as soon as i No, no. Anyways, <laughs> no. we'll move on you got 27
1: i've got 27 could go for Alex Mowat, but I feel like his his reputation has been tainted after the game against Cardiff when we're recording this. But uh, Dara O'Shea, I think I'm going to have to go for with this one. I couldn't find that many 27s. If I missed a shocker, I'm sure you'll tell me, Baden. But um, Dara O'Shea is, is probably one of my favourite Albion players, even though I haven't seen him since probably the fifth game of the season. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, he's certainly a player I'm a big fan of and somebody I I think could be a captain in the future at some point for West Brom. I love an academy player and I love when an academy player comes in and does well. And I think O'Shea could be could be that next man. I feel like you've sort of missed a shocker here. Have I missed a shocker? Because I typed in well, number 27. James Morrison. Oh, OK. That's that's kind of a shocker because he, he has three got three seasons. So that's the okay. only reason
0: I kind of say it. And I went with Morrison. Obviously, West Brom fans will be more, it will be more more recognizable to see James Morrison in a number seven shirt. But I don't think we should knock those three seasons because he scored 17 goals in all competitions in those three seasons. Um, And of course, he played in the Premier League in number 27. So just simply for that reason, Daro Shea, for me, as as much as I like him, he's now switched numbers. I think he's number four four now, yeah. and um, he's on. He only really played the one season in the twenty seven shirt, and that was the season we got promoted. Got promoted and last season, and last season he didn't really play an awful lot. And the promotion season, he kind of shared the right back responsibilities with Darnell Furlong. So mm-hmm. I don't.
1: That's why. Simply why I went with Maza. simply, you know, because I couldn't, I, I could not remember that he'd won 27. I thought he was a seven man from the start, but no, should have, should have picked him in hindsight. Should have done some more research.
0: Yeah. All right. So we're, we're both going to, I assume, have the same person for number 26. Um, but I've gone with Ahmed Hegezi.
1: God, I, like, I thought I hadn't done enough research again there. When you said that, I thought uh, I thought he wasn't that, that much of the obvious pick. But yeah, I, I'm I'm in the same boat. I mean, he was. I've said this a lot
0: in this video, but he was solid. I mean, he played in the Premier League for us for a couple of years. Obviously, he he was part of the team that got relegated, which is unfortunate. But um, you know, he he was a solid center back to get us back into the Premier League um I honestly think and I'll stand by this till the day I die that he would have been helped us a lot more if if we could have kept would have kept him in that season when we got promoted obviously um he sort of got sold behind Billich's back but um yeah that's the reason I've gone with him just some stats on him he's got three goals for West Brom I'm assuming primarily
1: headers um and he had 76 appearances. Yeah, he was a great player. Um, I, I think I've met, have I met him? I think I have. Yeah. Is he up here somewhere? Is, ah, here we go. That's oh. that's an Ahmed Higazi autograph for you, because he, he was, him and Rodriguez had a little, hang on, if I spoiled? No, it doesn't matter. We're not doing number 19 this time, but, you know, um, Higazi and Rodriguez are doing a shirt signing thing at the club shop, and I begged my mum to go, and this is, this is me begging at, at probably 15 or 16 so not like five or anything i was i was still a teenager but yeah i, I went and met higazi and yeah he, he signed some stuff but yeah he was a really good player and i thought he could have helped us in that season last season when we went down uh but no he apparently had to go but the manager didn't really want him to go but yeah he was a really nice player for us and. A guy who always got himself out of trouble all the time. He always used to turn himself into trouble and then he'd, and then he'd just come through with a massive tackle to get himself out of it. It was, it was amazing. But yeah, great player, great player.
0: All right, yeah. So we'll
1: move on to number 25. And this one's for you, Louis. Is it okay? I've gone with Craig Dawson because I couldn't think of who I've, who I've, whoever else to do. Um, I had a little look. But I went for Craig Dawson because he was the epitome of the Pulis era, coming forward for set pieces, jumping like five yards above everybody else to win all the headers in the box. He did leave us in a bit of a you know in a bit of a weird way when when we didn't get promoted and obviously left, and did quite well at West Ham after 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 joining Watford, I think, but yeah, I feel, feel like he's one that should go in there, but I don't know whether I've missed a complete sitter there. I've gone with Craig Dawson as well. So okay. I, th- I think we're good. Uh, See, this is like, this is like a, this is like a weird game of snap. This is I'm, I'm, I'm on edge every time, every time I go first.
0: 12 Premier League goals. And I, I mean, when you're a centre-back to get that many Premier League goals, that's, that is a good, like it's a nice stat. Um, looking at his performances, he had two seasons where he had four Premier League goals and to keep in mind we had a top goal scorer. I talked about him a couple minutes ago. Saito Barahino only scored five goals in the year he had his first year being the top goal scorer. So having have player, a center back score four goals is um, impressive for them. Maybe not so impressive for the club. Um, but yeah, like you said, just getting above everybody else for the headers for me is one thing I'll always remember with him. Um he adapted to the Pulis era when Pulis put him at right back, which if if you would have told me before that, that we were going to have Craig Dawson at right back, I would have said that'll never work. But he somehow made it not the worst part of the team, um, which is impressive. And of course, you got to look at stuff like he uh, played 194 times for West Brom and You know, whenever you play almost 200 appearances, you have to be in contention to be a part of being, not not quite in the conversation to being a legend, but maybe a hero on the day.
1: Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I echo that 100%. Not not legend, not cult hero, but still solid player and did rescue us a lot of points. Yeah. 24
0: and I feel like you can rest easy on this one. Yeah, <laughs> um, can't go wrong. Peter Ardenwingi, obviously, is the player I've went with, and I'm sure that's the player you've went with as well. Um, yeah. He's our top goal scorer in the Premier League era. So that just pretty much says it all, really. He's been our top goal scorer 2010-11, 2011-12. 11, 11, he was our top goal scorer. Um, And he's scored 31 goals for West Brom in the Premier League. And it's just simple. You look back on some of the best moments. I think of, obviously, this. I've said this a million times. But it's simply one of the greatest moments in my time watching West Brom. I think of effort. Some of the goals he scored in great effort. I think it was a game against. It was definitely Reading or QPR. um, Where... We had just defended a corner, we were breaking, he was in the box defending, Um, he sprinted all the way up while the play was developing and he actually finished the goal. So I think that sort of is, it's a great sort of image of what he was for West Brom, just maybe not the guy who's gonna go and dribble past everybody, but works hard and is a fox in the box and can score a goal. And of course, there is still obviously some technical
1: ability. Yeah. And um, yeah, we may miss out something that he did later on in his West Brom career. And but obviously, mine 24 is obviously odd and wingy, as I haven't said already. But yeah, it is obviously odd and wingy. Yeah, I used to do this all the time when I was playing football. And my dad used to literally just go, Oh, he's doing that again because I used to do it all the time. And yeah, he was a fantastic player. Uh, yeah, just, just an amazing goal scorer. And yeah, we could. We could certainly do with him. We, we'll hope that DK can become our new top Premier League goal scorer, but may take him a while. But yeah, Od- Odden Odin a fantastic striker, and one of the one of the one of a legend at West Brom. I think he's yeah. he's probably the first player in this list that we can say legend to. But yeah, amazing.
0: Yeah. And we that's right for
1: you to say. We won't say that he left for QPR and they left him
0: in his car. <laughs> <laughs> um, So, 23, and it's to you again, and I assume this one's going to be an easy one as well. Yeah,
1: easy-peasy, Gareth McCauley, another, uh, just uh, probably the best free transfer, one of the best free transfers we've had ever, uh, you know, to come in and make your Premier League debut. I think he made his Premier League debut at something something like 31 or something ridiculous like that, and to come in and be as good of a player as he was from set pieces, defending, uh, and to still play up until you know the 20, 20 uh, 2017 18 season was was amazing and yeah what a player and yeah definitely a, 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 does he he's in the middle of court here and, and legend i think for me but yeah certainly an amazing player and, and a great great player great defender i just think he's better
0: than jt first of all
1: yeah first yeah
0: but like you said he was the fact that he came in when he was like 31 and he played for like seven, eight years, and at such a high level as well. Um, But for me, um, like Craig Dawson, some of the things I'm going to remember most of him are his ability to score headers at the moment you need them. Like, Mm -hmm. particularly the goal against Chelsea is the one that comes to my mind um, off the bat, where he scored and obviously won the game. And when you can score a goal against a big club like Chelsea, it's a big moment. And he had a lot of those throughout his career. Another one against Fulham in um, the year with the red and black striped shirt. He scored a late goal to scoop us up a point. But Mm. again, solid defender. He always found the way to get rid of the ball, make a good tackle, um, and great at winning set pieces in the air.
1: Yeah, definitely. Echo, all of that, amazing player. Uh, probably, uh to be fair, I probably wouldn't want him now because he'd probably get exploited for pace in this system, to be honest. I think he'd be uh, ripped to shreds by by people running over the top of him. But yeah, uh, he's an amazing, amazing defender. Yeah. I miss him a lot, actually.
0: You know, I think I'd have him just as long as it's him or Bartley, I think, because I don't think you can have the both of them.
1: Yeah, you, you, I'll, I'd happily take him to replace Bartley 100%. It wouldn't take a lot for that. All right, number 22. This was a little bit of a difficult one compared to the
0: last two, but I've gone with uh, Nasser Chadley and I was looking back on it. I wanted to say Zoltan Giro when he came back and wore number 22, but I went with Chadley simply because, I mean, it was a great signing for us at the time. He was a technical player. He had just come off playing for Tottenham Hotspur, which um, was it was a good signing for us. And he came into the Tony Pulis team, which is was relatively scarce for getting goals and having attacking play. And he added a little bit of attacking play um, that year. I can just picture him in the blue and white stripes with the baby blue collar. Um, and I mean, he played. 36 appearances and got 6 goals. So he 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 is sort of in that status of he's not he's not he's not really one of those players who we're going to look back and say this was a brilliant West Brom player. Um but he was a little bit of a light in a dark period of time for us.
1: Yeah, he was uh yeah, he was, he was good. I think he was a bit a bit like of a, a bit of a luxury player at times not always the one you wanted to do the dirty work the game against west ham i think we won 4-2 or 4-1 or something like that uh, played really well in that he scored a penalty as well i've gone for zoltan Gera. i actually had uh, chadley down as well i had wes hulahan was was chucked into the mix from his from his like uh, from his like five or six cameo appearances where he looked quite tidy but obviously losing it his legs a little bit for the championship, but yeah, gira his goal against Liverpool will forever stick in my mind, uh, you know, to see that first game of the season and to see us just batter Liverpool, it was, it was amazing. And he was, just, I suppose that second spell of his wasn't, wasn't the best apart from maybe that goal, but I, I suppose I can still count the rest of the stuff he did for Albion, just not in the 22 shirt.
0: Yeah, that, that, it was so close for me because the thing is, I do recall him scoring a couple screamers that season. Like for me, one comes to mind. I think he scored a screamer against Sunderland and Mm -hmm. um, he would, again, he's just a fan favorite coming back. Uh, You'd love to see that. And same as you, it stuck out in my mind. The very first thing I thought of with Gira and I, ironically for me, it's the very first thing of, I think when I think of Gira at all now, because that first goal, how he took it down on his chest and just absolutely smashed it into the net. Like, Pepe Reina didn't stand a chance. Yeah, it was beautiful.
1: What a player. What a player. Yes, what a player.
0: So, we'll go to 21, and it's you, Louis.
1: Yeah, we had a little bit of discussion before this one because there were a couple of very, very good candidates, but I went for Yusuf Malumbu for my choice. Uh, Amazing player, amazing Nice guy as well. Uh, he's better than Kaká. I think. I think we need to get that out of the way first. Um, and he's from Africa as well. But yeah, amazing box to box midfielder. I think he's the epitome of that that phrase for Albion, and probably the best one of those that we've seen uh, in certainly in my lifetime. But yeah, he's just um, just a really good servant to the club as well. Not somebody who who had his his nose wavered by any moves elsewhere. And I think he's a player that will, will probably be a legend, to be honest, for the way that he was and played in the five-all game that I I loved watching and scored in that game as well. So goes down in my good books for that one as well. And yeah, it's just a just a really solid, solid player in the midfield. A Mr. Reliable, I think, is, is what you'd yeah. also call him.
0: And the thing I will always remember with Yusuf Malumbu is you you can see when players are not giving it their all. Like some players you could see oh, today they're just not interested in it. Mm. But Yusuf Malumbu was one of those players who you could tell every single game he showed up and he worked so hard to represent the badge and Mm. to play for the club. And I think that, that he was definitely, he was within the two for me. And like you said, we discussed it off camera and it was between him and my player who I've gone with is, Kevin Phillips, 81 appearances and 46 goals, is quite a great stat in the mock era, especially for West Brom. Um, Scored a fair few goals, like screamers from outside the box, but simply he's a bit before my time in terms of he played two seasons for us, but he's a bit before my time in the sense that I was probably about five or six when. He was playing for us, but I mean, with the stats like that, you can't not have him on your list.
1: Yeah. Fantastic player. And yeah, got just a goal scorer. I think probably one of the best strikers West Brom have ever, ever had, to be honest, if I had to, if I have to sort of big him up a little bit, he, he's probably the best, one of the best strikers we've had. And just a goal scorer and just, just a, a class act as well. Cause I think he still watches a lot of Albion from what I've seen on Twitter and stuff. So, Yeah, absolutely. I I thought he was a number. I thought he was number nine for some reason. So may have may have slipped my mind uh, on this particular list. But yeah, Yusuf and Kevin Phillips are two players that we certainly wouldn't mind having right now.
0: Yeah. So we get to 20. This is the last number for today. And I think this one for me, it was an easy decision as well. So I've gone with Romelu Lukaku. For I know he's played one season, but simply probably the best single season I've seen from any West Brown player, Um, you know, scoring goals, but just being a part of the play and seeing him grow from sort of a player who has a lot of raw talent to being just consistently getting better every game it felt. Um, Of course, people... We'll look back on it. He scored in the same game as Zoltan Gira when we beat Liverpool 3-0. He scored the third goal off a header, obviously. And then, but I think the one that will stick out most for West Brom fans is the 5-5 where he got the hat-trick to turn the tide in the game. And of course, that last goal was a scramble and got over the line somehow. But he was just simply a great striker and he's still a great striker and I think it's great to see a player who really his career started when he started playing for West Brom and now he's at the stature of being one of the best if not the best striker in the world.
1: Yeah absolutely I can't believe you haven't picked Branislav Ivanovic though Baden I'm I'm quite disappointed that, that you haven't gone for him I went for him. No, no, I didn't. I went for Lukaku. Of course, I did. He's if he wasn't on loan, I feel like I can't call him my favorite West Brom player because he was on loan. But he probably would be if he stayed. Maybe just a couple more seasons, he definitely yeah. would be. But yeah, he was an amazing player. My one of my favorite ever West Brom players. The five was my favorite game I've seen live, and he was such a massive part of that, scoring a hat trick. So yeah, I feel like you you've said all I wanted to say on Lukaku. But yeah, just 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 sublime and thank God we've got our, our Lukaku regen now in, in DK to, to play but you know
0: Well I th- honestly
1: Brimislam Ivanovic was close I think
0: his greatest appearance for West Brom was coming off the bench against Chelsea and then immediately having this, the peace of mind to realise that tactically we didn't need him in that moment so to tend to be injured and then go off and then just let us do the business it was- simply iconic but
1: oh it's amazing
0: but yeah lukaku man i've said it multiple times um this year last year every year it seems like that if i could bring back one former albion player in my lifetime he would be in heavy contention for that but yeah so obviously guys this is 30 to 20 we're gonna go next next time we're gonna keep it going with 19 to 12 and we'll get obviously get down to one at some point so (laughs) i want to thank everybody for watching this thank you louis for coming along and um obviously giving some of your picks and um pretty much agreeing with me and making me sound like i know what i'm talking about for this (laughs) but thank you so much everybody and have a great rest of your day Thank you for listening to the WBA Canada podcast. Be sure to follow me on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook and YouTube at WBA Canada for the latest updates and news regarding West Brom from a Canadian's perspective.